0: welcome to episode 90 of the nerd culture podcast i'm your host david and with me i have our regular crew members <laughs> young bo what's up what's up
1: what's up what's up
0: <laughs> and lovely crystal hello <laughs> and special guest crew member one of the original crew from the website is brian Hey again everybody <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yeah. uh so regular visitors to, to the website will know uh, brian as wow yoda before he's uh, World of Warcraft specs, uh, very cool specs for talents and stuff. And uh, but he's now he's uh, he's ditched Warcraft, blasphemy, and has moved yeah, on know. to uh, Diablo. Hasn't
2: hasn't Brian also appeared on the show?
0: Brian has a previously appeared on the show, correct? Very early on. Wow, yes. that was ages ago.
2: I've got a good memory.
0: He got yeah. an excellent memory. Talking
2: about
1: Mr. Pandaria, yeah. Yeah, What's Mr. Fine?
0: Pandaria. That was right. That was a good. That was cool. That was there. That was back before we knew yeah, Bo well enough to have him on the show.
1: You know, you know. It's funny though. Yep. I remember listening to that episode. Like I used to weave in and out and catch nerd culture podcasts, and I remember that episode. I remember the Mr. Pandaria episode.
0: Well, there you go. That was indeed. Wow, young that's bro. crazy. It's all come full circle. Yep,
1: small world. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So uh, why you ditch? You're ditching. Wow. <laughs> yep. We got to get to the root of this problem. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it felt kind of more like a, a job than it actually was for actual entertainment so i wound up going to diablo 3 instead
0: testify yeah. <laughs> warcraft, <Are> you- <laughs> hey, warcraft has now just become a chore yep. yeah i'm doing well
3: it's not
1: adzerothian times guys all right
0: let's move on <laughs> Sorry, so as you know because you're listening to it this episode is it was up may 4th and uh, may 4th is star wars day says so may the 4th be with you says so in honor of that now uh, this episode is going to be all star wars except for that bit preamble at the start about warcraft but because we had to get that out of our systems. But Because uh, <laughs> we're obsessed. But this is our Star Wars special. Now, we've done Star Wars specials before, but uh, you know, you know the, the old axiom from radio that uh, every episode is someone's first episode. So uh, we're going to yeah, go through our Star Wars stuff. And, we've, and I decided that on this episode that we'd have yeah, young Brian because um, he is a massive Star Wars fan as uh, Bowen ourselves. So I thought it was a perfect fit to have this team, the, the, the dream team.
2: Dream t-
3: <laughs> the dream team. The uh, So, uh, With
0: high amounts of force sensitivity. <laughs> the monsters. Stars. God. God. Uh, the amount, of, the amount of Star Wars themed jokes that are going to happen during this episode, I, I'm, I'm scared. Uh, so, we're going to have s- some Star Wars related news, uh, and then we're going to talk about our favourite Star Wars memories. Uh, and then we're going to have, uh, then we're going to uh, put the films in order from best to worst, and why we decided on that. And talk about Uh, the upcoming trilogy and spin-off films. Uh, And then our contest of champions is going to be our Bounty Hunter Royal Rumble. So we're going to pit all the bounty hunters against each other. Not every single bounty hunter from Star Wars, but the main ones from Empire's Reich's back. And uh, then we'll finish off the show. So let's get started with some news. So our first news item is The Death of the Expanded Universe. We were right! Yay! NCP called it. Disney have announced that they've, uh, they've officially canned uh, the EU. Uh, what is now officially canon is the six original films, the Clone Wars cartoon, and I don't know if they specify whether it was the original sort of Samurai Jack-style uh, Clone Wars uh, or the Dave Filoni stuff. It's uh, definitely the Dave um, Filoni stuff. I don't know if the, if the original ones involved as well, but the, definitely the, the Dave Filoni stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then and then everything that Disney does from now on. So, uh, so Force Unleashed is out, the Thrawn trilogy is out. You know, all the books. There are thousands and thousands of comics and, and you know related books out.
2: Oh, Kevin J. Anderson stuff.
0: Yeah, all the Kevin Do J. This. Anderson stuff. All the 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 games. You know, Knights of the Royal Republic, All that sort of stuff. They're all out. So it's um it's. It's a bit of a shame um, for some of them. I mean, some of it was, you know, quite good. But uh, they still exist, you know what I mean? I mean, just because they're no longer canon doesn't mean that you can't enjoy the stories. I mean, I'm still going to enjoy Knights of the Old Republic because it kicks ass. Yeah.
1: I have a little bit... So, like, I'm a little sad. I'm a little sad about this. But I'm glad they left in the um, the Clone Wars stuff. But I, I had a conversation about this after... Uh, we did the episode where we were discussing about what we thought maybe canon and what wouldn't be. Uh, a guy that I work with, I was having the same discussion with, and he his response was like, "I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what the dilemma is. Like, I don't understand why would I care? Because it all exists. I still enjoyed it all. It doesn't matter if it's all canon. Or not. So I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if it's just that we get worked up about it." And nobody else does. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't get that work up about it because I just I know it's, you know, I can still enjoy it. I mean, I still have it on my shelf. You know what I mean? I mean, I still...
2: Disney's going
1: to force you to burn it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, your I'm house. pulling it all off the shelf and, and lighting it on fire. You, you know, on my wall right now, there's just, like, DVDs and, and little pins with with uh, with string going from one to the other. I've been plotting out the universe and how I think it might go, and and now I'm just I'm tearing it all down and, and burning it.
3: I got a model of the uh, the Death Star. If you want to use that to kind of fire the laser at him. Yeah. <laughs> this this upsets me
1: almost as much as knowing that Brian's not playing WoW anymore. <laughs> I just I can't live with myself.
0: I mean, yeah, it's for some people it's going to be quite upsetting. So I'm a bit like we said. It's it still exists. You can still enjoy it. And uh, who knows. 20 years down the track, it'll probably all change again. <laughs> and uh, somebody else will buy it off Disney, and you know, it'll all change. You know. Yeah. But uh, that's that's really, what it is for the moment. And you, you can tell, you know why Clone Wars was included, because not only does it kick ass, yeah. but uh, Dave Filoni is uh, is working on Star Wars Rebels, which is also canon for Disney. And, um, you know, he wasn't going to let that that baby go anytime soon. So <laughs> I think
1: because that. that still exists, then um then it brings in the younger audience like i think that a lot of a lot of younger fans you know watch the like my little sister she watched the clone wars before mm. she saw any star wars um oh, cool. that, that was you know kind of what her got in what got her into it so i think it's good that they're leaving they're leaving that i like it yeah cool and i and yeah, i started I watching it recently i haven't actually watched it all the way through i started watching it on, they put it on netflix
0: it uh, it finishes in in a very dark place. It's quite interesting. It, it doesn't. It stops becoming a kids show. So be prepared.
1: I've heard that. I've yeah. heard
0: that. Yeah. So yeah. So mentioning uh, uh, Rebels, of course, that's our next our next news item is uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, we'll uh, preview for the have a, a short preview uh, today. Well, May Fourth in America, so it's May Fourth today for us. So it'll be May Fourth tomorrow for you guys
1: yeah yeah i saw that i saw the rebels uh and uh i was watching it but i gotta say it's it's different than i was expecting it's got like uh it's got two main characters and they hang around with a duck one's name's phineas and one name's ferb and i think they're brothers i'm not sure how it works on on the show yeah i don't know how it's but yeah i saw it today and uh i I thought it
0: Sorry, man. That was pretty interest
1: interesting stuff,
0: dude. I, I think you watched the wrong show, dude. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't know. I might have, but I don't. I don't think so. <laughs>
0: I think it's pretty safe to say you watched the wrong show. <laughs> but a good you choice was, nonetheless.
1: <laughs> you
0: think it was the wrong show? I think it was the wrong. Sh- I'm sorry, dude. I think it was the wrong show. <laughs> this guy. Moving on to uh, moving on to our third item. Um, they have released a Star Wars. Episode 7 cast photo. Uh, it was a couple of days ago. It just, uh, blew the internet apart with its awesomeness. And uh, So it's, a, it's the first official, not only the look at who's going to be in the new Star Wars film, but basically who is the cast of the new Star Wars film. It's pretty interesting. So that if for anybody who hasn't seen the photo, and if you haven't, you're not a Star Wars fan. Uh, there's, it's got JJ Abrams. <laughs>
2: it didn't just blow the internet apart. It was on primetime news.
0: Yeah, it was primetime <laughs> news. Yeah, so, uh, so it's basically JJ Abrams and, and all the uh, actors sort of sitting around on a, on a, on some couches and chairs and stuff. We'll have the photo in the in the show notes. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. So basically, we have our cast. So director JJ Abrams. Uh, the cast members are Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac, Andy Serkis. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be doing So if you're actually going to be able to see his face or he's just doing sort of the motion the motion capture stuff. Um, so, it'd be, you know, good either way. He's a good actor. I'm going to stuff his name up. Domnail Dom Gleeson. Uh, the great Max von Sydow, which is awesome. The only problem with Max von Sydow, right, even though he's an awesome, awesome actor and I love him dearly, you know he's going to be a bad guy. <laughs> because yeah. that's, that's all he ever plays. <laughs> you know I mean? just, he's just got the look. <laughs> he's got the look. So I'm hoping he's a good guy just to throw people off. John Boyega, uh, Daisy Ridley, who a lot of people are very excited about, so I can only assume she's going to be playing Han and Leia's daughter, whether she's Jaina or not, who knows, since the Jaina and Jacob don't exist anymore. And then the, you know, the, main, the main guys play Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, and funnily enough, the photo also mentions Kenny Baker, who is clearly not in the photo. <laughs> but R2-D2 is, in a box. Isn't
2: that what he looks like?
0: No, that's not what he was like. In real life? No, I'm, pre- I'm yeah, really yeah. sure that's not. He's
2: not it. a real droid?
0: He's not a real droid, no.
2: No, oh, only when he no. takes off the makeup.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so, so pretty exciting. You guys, guys got any opinions on the cast?
1: I don't know his name, and I don't I don't know if you mentioned it. The guy that's in Breaking Bad, there was a character in Breaking Bad that was rumoured to be in the cast.
2: Brian Cranston's in it.
1: <laughs> no, Brian
2: Cranston's
0: not in it. Star Wars Episode 7, Cranston. Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> There was a bit of you uh, know anything. There was a bit of controversy though. I it was, uh, it was uh, I've read a couple of articles where one guy was basically saying that there wasn't enough ethnic diversity in the group. Like there's only one black person. I mean he was. I mean Oscar hasn't been put in as a as a as a token African American. I mean this dude's excellent. In fact he's probably one of the best yeah. actors in this photo.
2: Is he somehow <laughs> related to Lando?
0: Oh god I hope that's not true. It's like, it's like that would be terrible. I really hope that's not the case, because then it's like because then that re- that basically reinforces this this gentleman's article. It's like,
2: Lando's oh yeah,
0: Gia. the, the Bla- Lando, the only black guy in the original series, and then sure enough, the only the only black guy in the new series happens to be related to Lando. What are the odds? Yeah. no, I really I really hope that's not the case. Um,
1: there's only one bloodline. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, I, I don't I don't think that'll be the case. That's too <laughs> that's too much.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it's it's very exciting, and uh, it's you know it's one step closer to Star Wars Episode Seven, which you know, despite my reservations for JJ Abrams, I'm you know I'm still excited. It's still a Star Wars film. Just,
2: just lens flare, JJ.
0: Yeah, no lens flare. For crying out loud. Uh, that should be part part of his part of his contract. <laughs> there should be a clause. <laughs> George, there shall be no have lens flare. Chiseled
2: it in there.
0: Uh, so let's uh, move on to our favourite Star Wars moments slash memories. <laughs> we're going to start with our special guest young brian for me it'd probably have to be when i was probably around like
3: maybe eight or nine years old you know how whenever you start up the movie it has uh the 20th century fox go on in the yeah. background uh-huh. any, my brothers and i recognized whenever my parents were going to play any of the star wars movies by that sound cool so anytime that we heard that sound while well, when we were up in our rooms playing with our toys we'd all immediately just stampede down the stairs to go into the living room to watch star wars that's cool and of course after they realized this they'd start playing other movies that had the 20th century fox <laughs> oh, and try cruel. to joke us around with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's the point of having kids if you're not going to dick around with them <laughs> that's, 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 right, that's right i just like to point and out of course i don't, it I don't star have wars, any children we'd
2: all just kind of poke along back up the stairs
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious they did they, they do it with like scary movies just to freak you out like they'll put on the 20th century fox
3: it'd always be like some baby movie or something we did no obvious care for watching or some romance comedy or something stupid
0: Yep. That's, the point is
3: it wasn't Star Wars so back up the stairs we go All <laughs> shoulders slunked over and heads down
0: Aw, damn I feel completely pain. crushed I feel so horrible now it was a horrible story
1: <laughs> your
3: soul was crushed it was funny looking back at it it was awesome <laughs>
0: It sounded off so optimistic. Oh, I recognize that. And then it turned into child abuse. That's basically what. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lovely, lovely story. Thank you, thank you, Brian. <laughs> See the videos on YouTube, <laughs>
1: bro. You got, bro. You got one. I have one story that's that's funny, but I have uh, one really cool thing that happened to uh, actually to my wife. It actually wasn't even to me. Whenever my wife was in college, she was in like the choir, and. Um, like, there was this traveling uh, show called um, Star Wars in Concert, and it's this huge thing where they have, like, the orchestra come out and play all the music from Star Wars, and they have this gigantic screen. It's, like, four stories tall. It's it's bigger than an IMAX screen. And uh, they go to these huge stadiums, and um, they project uh, scenes from the movie while they're playing the music for the scene. And it's directed Ooh. by um, Anthony Daniels. And... Um, there's two Star Wars songs that have a a choir in it and they didn't have a traveling choir. So what they would do is whenever they would go state to state, they would pick a college out of the state and take volunteers from that college's choir. And, um, they would sing that part. Well, Becca was one of the volunteers, uh, for her college that did it. They, uh, her choir teacher, like there's this song that's like, da that song. And, um, she told me that like uh, she was like rallying up her friends, like "Come on, we have to sing like Klingons," you know. Like <laughs> I know that's not the right, it's not the right universe, but that's the way we have to sing this Klingon opera, and uh, <laughs> and she got to do that, and, and um, it was cool because at the actual event, Anthony Dan- Daniels actually like hung out with them and uh, brought them pizza to the college students and stuff. He was really he was a really nice guy about the whole thing. That's awesome. Um, yeah, awesome. that that was a cool thing that happened, but that didn't actually happen to me um a story it's still a story cool. that yeah it's still pretty neat. i actually had to buy tickets and sit in the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't get to hang out with anthony daniels at all um yeah but you but, weren't uh, doing
0: any of the work dude i mean she's up there
1: on stage i, belting I shook stuff out. the hand that shook the hand of anthony daniels. <laughs> 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 a story that i've i've told this on, on the air before but i remember me and my cousin used to play like uh with the uh you know the Star Wars like uh, lightsabers that you get at Toys R Us? Yeah. We used to play with those things until they were practically whips because the <laughs> plastic was just so war. Um, and what we would do is tie towels around her neck. We took my grandma's makeup and we would paint her faces red and black like uh, Darth Maul. And because my grandma <laughs> had this, um, it wasn't quite black, but it was so dark red are so dark like a green color it was a weird i don't know why you'd have a green makeup but it was so dark it was almost black and we used to draw in between the red makeup lipstick and draw the darth maul face <laughs> on our face and then and then we'd go outside and uh with with the towel capes and uh pretend like we were riding on one of those little speed racer things <laughs> and then jump straight into the pool and wash it off immediately because we didn't want anybody to see us um and the funniest part of this story is i don't exactly remember how old i was but i'm pretty sure i was old enough to drive to my grandma's (laughs) house that's the that's the weird thing about the story is i think back on it and i'm like well that's a cute thing we did as kids but then i'm like no, I think I was like sixteen. I think I was like fifteen <laughs> or sixteen whenever this happened. Um, but you know, I had a good relationship with that particular cousin, and when we were together, we were always like, you know, back to being kids again. But uh, that's probably my my best memory <laughs> involved with Star Wars. <laughs>
0: you young enough to have fun with it, old enough to know that you shouldn't have been doing it. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's all good. So you having fun, <laughs> and uh, Crystal. Well, I talked about my childhood memories on a previous show, but I do have a, a very recent anecdote I can relate. When the, when the news hit the news about the, the, the photo, and whatnot, my, my sister became aware that Star Wars 7 was coming out. She hadn't known about this before, because she, you know, she's not much of a nerd. But she does love Star Wars. So I got this text message from her, but really, I had to scroll down the screen about three or four times to read the whole thing. She was so excited. It's the longest test, text message I've ever received. She goes, and so it's coming out, and so I should go see it with you guys. And I go, you realize it's not coming out till next year? She goes, yeah, next December, but it's, um, I'm sure we'll still know each other then, so I'm pretty sure it's okay to make plans 18 months in advance.
0: <laughs> I think she's mistaken. I don't think we'll know each other then.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. She so was very excited. She was very excited, which is very cute, because she's, she's usually not all that excited about these things. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, according to me, if if she's really excited about uh, Star Wars, I'm sorry, but I consider that a nerd, even though you you say that she's she's not much of one. If you like well, Star Wars, I'm sorry, is, you're putting it in there. That is,
2: it is a bit dirty, but... We've known dirty? about Star Wars 2015 no, for years. Dirty, not dirty. Oh god! Oh, Dave made that very different. So, <laughs> she obviously doesn't listen to our show, or she would have known in advance that Star Wars Seven is coming out. Yeah, what's that about?
0: Doesn't even listen. She's not coming. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, well, well, mine is just—it's uh, kind of similar to Brian's in a way. Just the, just the absolute joy that uh, I got when I went to. Uh, episode one. Uh, went to see, when I went to see Episode one for the first time. It was uh, it was a midnight screening, and uh, when that 20th Century Fox just fan fanfare just came on, and you know it was just I almost started crying. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was uh, it was it was embarrassing looking back at it now, but at the time I was very excited. And I had you know I had my lightsaber and you know it, all that sort of stuff with me, and like I wasn't the only one. I just want to point that out. <laughs> and so, so, but I didn't faint, I didn't paint my uh, paint my face or anything like that, but why would I? Why would I cover up this this gorgeousness? But I did have a lightsaber, and uh, and I was there at the midnight screen, and it, and it was just it was just an amazing amazing experience. And uh, ironically enough, even though I didn't like the film, <laughs> it's, it was still because it was Star Wars. It was a brand new Star Wars film, so I walked out thinking that actually wasn't very good, but that's all right. It was still Star Wars. I then went back again the next morning when the cinemas opened at ten and saw it again, uh, which is insane and uh didn't like it even even more i thought this is terrible and then went and saw it again that day <laughs> just to confirm that i was actually right that it wasn't very good at all so uh i saw it start episode 1 three times in a 24 hour period and uh i regret it to this day but that that first moment that midnight fanfare oh my god it was just it was it was unbelievable my heart almost stopped so uh that's probably one of my favorite memories <laughs> <laughs> Waste of money on that piece of crap. But uh, you know, what can you do? And talking about episode one being crap, that'll that'll be the perfect segue, moving on to uh, our next segment where we're going to be ranking the Star Wars films from best to worst and why we chose it that way. once again as our special guest. We'll start with Brian
3: Well, I'm going to have to as always stick with how my uh my profile goes and I'm not doing best to worst. I'm doing best to least favorite.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I'll, no, I'll all
3: right. All yeah, up. yeah, I I actually agree with that. That's
0: all right. Okay. i look I've been outvoted on my own show. What's that about? All right, we'll do it we'll do most, oh. most favorite to least favorite. That
3: that all works. Right, um, I'd probably actually have to put number two as my favorite, contrary to most people's normal belief. It's not just for the movie itself, but also because of any uh, situations going on around you for why you might be at that particular movie. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, my wife and I actually watched that on our wedding night. Wow. Oh, wow! Which brings back some, uh, some, some great memories for both of us. So I'm definitely putting mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones on as number one.
0: That's um, awesome.
3: Now, did you After have like that, a Star Wars themed uh-huh. wedding?
0: Oh, tell me you did. I oh, no, I've uh, got a okay. photo of your wedding. I know it wasn't Star Wars themed, but did you play no, the theme at least? Definitely wasn't. Huh? Did you play the Star Wars theme as your as your as the bridal march or something? As, I... as cool as
3: that would have been, no, we didn't.
0: Nikki's, <laughs> Nikki's awesome, but uh I don't think she would have said yes to that. No, no. There's a limit. There's only so far you're willing to go. Although purple is my favorite
3: uh, color for the lightsaber, so at least we had lavender on the wedding as one of her colors, so I'll I'll, I'll compromise at that at least.
0: (laughs) That's very cool. All right, so Attack of the Clones first?
3: Yes, Attack of the Clones first. Um, After that, I would probably actually go to number six.
0: This is blasphemy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Then followed up with number four. Five, three,
0: then one. Oh, at least you had one loss. At fun, yeah. I I
3: liked it. It was great, but I mean, there's no real other memory attached to it.
0: Cool, awesome, Yumbo.
3: So let's see.
1: I do have to say, episode one, Phantom Menace, is last. It's it's probably my least favorite, just because it's pretty much all set up, and then half the movie's pod racing, and it's not really, but it feels like half the movie's pod racing. And uh, it feels like they're trying to sell me action figures through through that part of the movie, and uh, and and like and but it's my least favorite. It's it's still it's it's still integral to the story. It's important. There's lots of uh, Anakin backstory there, but that's definitely number six. My favorite is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it's just I and, I and I think that's probably a lot of people's favorite. If they didn't get married on the day of the cold, <laughs> <laughs> that's um, kind of cheating there. My second favorite, second to Empire Strike Back, would probably be, man, I guess Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah, my sec- my second favorite is probably Return of the Jedi, and then third is uh, Episode Three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, I I actually out of the out of the prequels, I really liked Revenge of the Sith. I thought it was I thought it was actually really good. Um, and then probably uh, uh, Episode Two and then um, a new hope because a new hope kind of has the same dilemma the same dilemma that episode 1 does and that it's mostly set up um, now it's not nearly as bad but I think that my generation appreciates it less than say my father's generation because whenever they saw um, whenever they saw a new hope it was like this revolutionary new style of film that they had never seen before and so that's why they hold it so so grandiose but in in reality, out of all six movies and my age group, where we were introduced to all six movies around the same time period, it's probably not my least favorite, but but number five. We'll go with that.
2: Fair enough. Crystal, my favorite least favorite. My favorite is Return of the Jedi. And David hates that when I say that, but it's, my favorite is Return of the Jedi. You might
0: hate it? You're entitled to your opinion, no matter how wrong it is.
2: I love it. It's it's the conclusion of the story. It has the Ewoks. It's it's yeah it's, it's great i love it okay <laughs> okay uh, and then uh my second favorite would be a new hope because it's at the start of the saga it introduces you to all the characters it just gets you excited about the rest of it and then empire strikes back because if I if we, if we, if we were talking in preparation for this episode we were talking about it and i realized i really don't remember much about the Empire Strikes Back because it's really just a film I've watched in order to get to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a stepping stone
0: to get to the Ewoks.
2: <laughs> and then um, then it would be 3-2-1, basically.
0: Yeah. 3-2-1. That's fair enough. Yeah. mine's, mine's uh, is quite similar, similar to yours. I mean, it's Empire number one. Empire all the way just for its out-and-out awesomeness. and for yeah. the, and, and the reason that is is because it wasn't directed by Lucas and so therefore it was good. But uh, it's, no, it's just it's, it's so full it didn't of awesomeness. did the
2: Ewok song, and that's
0: why it was why it was awesome. <laughs> or, or it can, didn't have the Ewok or the
2: Cantina song.
0: <laughs> as much as I rag on the Ewoks, this there's, this there's, there's still that's not going to be my least favorite film. So uh, so I'm going to go. With, uh, favorite is uh, Empire Strikes Back without doubt. I've actually got a film cell from Empire Strikes Back, you know, in a frame because it's, it's, it's <laughs> my favorite my favorite scene. <laughs> my favorite scene is um, when Luke and Vader are fighting. And Luke just gets his ass handed to him <laughs> and Vader's, Vader's Is that like, when his
2: hand comes off, not his ass?
0: No, no, before
2: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and none of his pants fit anymore, is that what you're
2: saying? <laughs> have the staple him to his back <laughs> Where is this show gone?
1: <laughs> That's very good. Oh, jeez. I wish
0: I'd have said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the com- that's, that's the comedy you get when uh, you're half asleep. That's what it is. But, uh, yeah, so we're we'll going to be Empire Strikes Back. And uh, so then second will be A New Hope, just because of just how important it is. And it's an awesome film. Uh, and then uh, we'll go with Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and ending with that terrible, terrible Phantom Menace. <laughs> Which strangely enough, actually, it's on the flip side. You know, actually, in, in, the pod race is the bit I like from the film. <laughs> it's the rest of it that I hate. Oh god! <laughs> it's
2: just, the pod race set this, the pace for the whole film. It was all that fast. It'll, it all you blinked and like, oh, hang on, the movie's over. I just feel
1: like I just feel like the whole movie was pod racing. Yeah. It, it's really not. It's, it's like twenty minutes, maybe. I feel like the whole movie was pod racing. <laughs> I,
0: think, I thought this. I thought the pod race was a lot of fun. Actually, like it was the, was the first time I was excited. And the sound effects from the pod race are just unbelievably cool.
1: It reminds me of, like, Tatooine Talladega Nights or something. Like, <laughs> <that's just> crazy.
2: <laughs>
0: they should have had Will Farrell in there. Oh, anyway, that was a bit of fun. Poor Luke and his ass cut off. And, uh, so then, <laughs> so then uh, that leads us to... Um, <laughs> the uh, the new trilogy. So, like as we mentioned earlier, episode seven, it's on its way. December December 18, 2015 is its release date. So, it's uh, very exciting. Mark that on your calendar. But uh, so, what are, what are what are our thoughts on the the new trilogy? Now that we know that only the original six films in Clone Wars is canon, do you think they will then introduce Jaina and Jakin as the kids, and then therefore putting them into canon?
1: Uh, yeah, I think they might, but if they but if they were why would they leave all that stuff out in the first place? Just because they want to change the, they, they, maybe they want to change the origin a little bit.
0: Yeah, so I, I guess they just basically want to reinterpret it a bit because not all of it from the, not everything from the EU is gone because of Clone Wars. Clone Wars actually introduced a couple of things from the EU, which now makes it canon. So yeah, um, if they if they name the children Jaina, Jakon, and Ben, then. That doesn't mean that all the stories that involve them are now canon as well. It just means that they've introduced the names as as canon. So, I mean, it's, it can it can still work that way. And I just I just think I it think, would be silly not to. You know, I just I mean, yeah, there's no there's no reason really there need not to.
2: I just my my fondest hope is that JJ has learned from his Star Trek experience and he's not put any lens flare in, and he's made some sort of cohesive story that makes sense. We're not going to see the Millennium Falcon under the ocean. <laughs> God, I hope the bloody fucking is under the ocean, dude.
1: I like the Star Trek movies. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I love them. I like them. I love like them, them. But
2: but the, the, you know, you, you need to focus on it actually making sense as well. But yeah, I like. I mean, they're cast really well, and and they're funny, and yeah, and, and it and it is very Star Trek. There's, it, it is definitely Star Trek universe, but.
0: This is our there,
1: Star Wars special. Enough Star Trek. It's J.J.'s yeah, crossed over to the dark now. side. I really feel like, so I, I hope, here's what I hope from the trilogy, is that J.J. Abrams, this is all just a ruse, um, and it's really going to, he's working this all in to make sense out of Lost. Like, after we <laughs> see the three, the three new movies, we're going to be like, oh, it all makes sense. That's... That's what the island was, and and because you can't of the help Millennium Falcon, every episode you're on
0: You mentioned Lost. It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I have a quota.
0: I have a quota. <laughs> Maybe one of the aliens looks like a polar bear, mm-hmm. and, that, and that'll be his connection somehow. <laughs> it
3: was a dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, with this being Disney, they're definitely going to have to have the uh, the solar children in there. I mean, that's that's just what Disney's all about with all the kids and whatnot. They gotta get that perspective. Star Wars Good point. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Do you think they'll be called Jaina and Jaken and stuff?
3: I, I yeah. hope they keep Jason and Jaina, um, as well as Anakin, do you pronounce it Jason? because of the fact that... Uh,
0: huh? Do you pronounce it Jason? Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was Jaken. Oh, mm, no, that'd be a K. Okay, well, there you
1: go. <laughs> I have no idea, so I'm okay with <laughs> <laughs> um, I read the Star Wars Academy, like one of those
3: books, but I don't remember what the name was. Yeah, I, le- I read all those books. They were they were a lot of fun when I was uh, young. Okay, actually, that yeah. was probably about like 16 or something, but still, they're still really fun for books, for the books. Um, as for the Yuzong Vong, I don't know if they're going to go ho- that whole route. If they do, that might be like episode 8. Yeah. But I think seven's probably going to focus a lot on the children and then them learning on with uh, with Luke.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you think they'll go the whole Jedi Academy route?
3: I hope so. I think that'd probably be their, their best option, really.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I actually, I, I totally agree. I think they're definitely going to go Jedi Academy because that's Disney all over.
3: Yeah, so, so they'll have, have the kids
0: learning, and one of them goes bad. You know, all that sort of stuff. It, 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 I think it's guaranteed.
1: It fits JJ Abram too because JJ Abram, I mean, he didn't he didn't exactly do that with Star Trek, but it's a very it's a it's a much younger uh, version of all the characters. I mean, it may be JJ Abrams style as well to kind of have a younger you know younger main cast how yeah. old are the, yeah. uh, the the cast that he's got in there now let's see they're not exactly like super young
0: no, no they're, they're, they're i mean okay. but they're all young enough that they can portray teenagers if they, if they need to
1: yeah it's like everybody on buffy was like 36
0: yeah yeah and it's, so th- it's 30 years <laughs> later from return of the jedi so they didn't go off and have kids straight away i mean the kids aren't going yeah. to be 30
2: yeah well let's face it uh, they're old enough to be grandparents now
0: yeah so it's yeah. it's I mean obviously they they're, they're going to sort of portray the elders They older could be the grandchildren bit. actually. It could be the grandchildren but then they've skipped a whole generation of stories. I just I don't yeah, think Yeah, but then they'll, they'll come back
2: and, and film the middle ones later like Lucas did. I
0: very much doubt they'll do that. That
1: would be terrible. <laughs> so it's, it
0: would be terrible. But uh, so yeah, so I do think it'll definitely be their children but obviously, you know, later on in life. But so do you think there's they'll introduce Mara?
3: That part I don't know. I mean, she had it. It'd definitely be cool if they introduced uh, Luke's lover, but I mean, who knows? Really, I think they'll probably just want to focus on the kids.
0: Yeah, but it'd be a shame if she's not because she's awesome. But uh, yeah, it, definitely, it it, uh, it would be cool to have uh, the them named. I mean, they're definitely going to have the kids. I, I think we can pretty much guarantee that.
2: I predict yep. some new weird alien character too.
1: Yeah. Oh god. Oh for that. <laughs> oh god. You think he's going to be racist this time?
2: Maybe <laughs> you know. no, well, I don't think they'll go down the Jar Jar Vink's route, but um, that there will be a, a new alien type character.
0: I'm willing to bet it right here. We will. Absolutely. We will write. NCP was right about the EU canon stuff, so I'm going to put it right. I'm going to lay it on the table right now. If we see a Gungan in this, in this film, I will be shocked senseless. I. I, I so I'll be amazed.
1: I don't will watch I, this film. I agree. I agree that there won't be a Gungan main character, but they will reference them. Just to piss off everybody. No, I'm just <laughs> don't reference them because younger younger audiences don't hate Jar Jar Binks the way we no, do. No, no,
0: I, I know, I know the the daughter of, of a friend of mine who absolutely adores Jar Jar. Like sleeps with and, a Jar Jar doll.
1: Oh my! You locked her into a, in a closet, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to. I, I, I actually
2: don't mind Jar Jar Binks as much as everyone else.
1: Nah, I don't he does. I to
0: keep of them actually. He, he does what he does, but uh, you know he's he's an incredibly a
2: CGI masterpiece.
0: No way, <laughs> no. <laughs> for the time. No, Golem is a CGI master.
2: Yeah, but that came along later. <laughs> <gasps> Andy Circus is going to be Judge pigs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please hope that that's not right. And uh, the spinoff, so there's a couple of spinoff movies in the works. The only one that I know for sure is happening is Boba Fett. What do you guys think of that?
1: This is awesome. And <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad they're doing the spinoffs. I don't know, it's, it's got a Marvel feel. Yeah. They're going to have like the big Avengers movies with the Star Wars, but they're going to do the spinoffs of the characters. I don't know, I don't know, does it, actually, I just said it's awesome, but does it cheapen it a little bit? Like, <laughs> would it be better if they just focused on making really, really kick-ass, you know, main movies?
0: This is this is interesting. So, in your response, you basically responded to exactly how the internet is responding. You got you got half of the Star Wars fans who are saying <laughs> this is awesome. You know, more Boba yeah. Fett all the time because he does. Everybody just loves this character. And then the second part of your comment was what the other half of the internet saying. It It was like, this just dilutes the IP. It's just, there's no need for it. blah, blah, blah. It's money-making, you know. For
2: all we know, Bo could be the internet. It's just his voice out of an iPad. Yeah, I know.
1: You've never seen me and the internet in the same place. I mean, who's to say it's not? I'm not. Um, Yeah, I sorted it out, like, as I was saying it. I was like, I kind of changed my opinion while I was
0: speaking. But your very first reaction was, this is awesome.
1: <laughs> well, I other- want to see more content, but I don't know that I want to see more content at the expense of Quality. crappy content. Yeah. I don't, that's I, that's my response.
0: I think it's I think there's nothing wrong with it being. It's, I think it's clearly money making, and that's fine. i mm-hmm. of with that. So what? <laughs> that's what they're. That's what they're. They're a business. That's what they're there to do. And, yeah, as, as long as I agree with Bob, as long as it's... I, I think it'll be cool. I'm not I'm not that invested in the Boba Fett character. I mean, I really don't, I mean, he looks awesome, but other than that, he does nothing in the trilogy. He gets, yeah. his, He gets, you know, he gets slammed.
2: You were going to say it again. I was going to say, he gets,
0: he gets Luke's ass handed to him. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, as for dilute, I, I, I mean, like, there's, the Star Wars universe is absolutely massive, and there's plenty of room for other stories to be told. So yeah. as, long as, as long as it doesn't it doesn't,
1: well, you know it doesn't what it affect
0: is. the main trilogy in any way, I'm, I'm cool with it. And if they do it in this in the same sort of Marvel style, I'm totally cool with it, because that works.
1: You know what it is? Boba Fett is, is to Star Wars as Wolverine is to Marvel. Yeah, yeah that's what David said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said that the
0: other day.
1: I said that exact thing. This it's is, true.
0: This is, getting, this is getting creepy, bro. <laughs> it's, we're we're it's, having a psychic connection. <laughs> yeah no, yeah yeah I'm totally I'm with you and eventually it's I mean it's going to get to the point where people are just going to get sick and tired of him but you've got that hardcore fanboy base that love Boba Fett and you know that's fine I, I'm cool with it as long as it's, I just want it to be a good film I don't I don't care who the character yeah. is as long as it's good they could do a you know, they could do a whole film about
1: the only I was going to say Jar Jar but that would be a lie <laughs> no, yeah they'll do a whole film but they, did,
0: they did whole films based on the Ewoks and they were successful you know I hated them personally, but they were successful. So successful
1: the it seems like I had yeah. one of those when I was a kid, like a cartoon Ewok story or something. Oh, yeah, there was the
0: cartoon one, but there was also the live-action films, Caravan of Courage and uh, whatever the other one was called. But, I uh, don't think
3: saw those. It, you definitely oh. saw sort of them. The second one was kind of meh.
0: Yeah. Brian, any Boba Fett thoughts?
3: The Boba Fett one seems interesting, but from what all I read on the wiki, most of his missions actually kind of sounded like failures, so the only thing that they'd be doing is just his... Uh, His ones that actually worked which you don't even hear anything about anyway so what's really the point
0: yeah i guess it'll be just you know him growing up from after from three onwards i suppose and sort of doing what he does okay
3: but that's an attack of the clones or that's pardon me in the uh, the clone wars series though and that's canon so might as well just go watch those
0: yeah that's that's a very (laughs) good point yeah yeah there you go he's hit it on the head this story is pointless <laughs> Do something nobody else knows. Do a Darth Maul story.
2: That was in Clone Wars as well. Obviously, picked a favourite character and just run with it. Yeah. I just, it's a big, to be honest, I, I'd even forgotten who Boba Fett was until you know recently, and everyone's going Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Like which one, which one was he again? <laughs>
0: which one was he? I'll tell you which one he is. He's the one who's meant to be the most notorious bounty hunter in the galaxy. And dies by getting hit by a blind man oh, by, the, by accident. Uh,
2: by the, by the, time yeah. the by, by the time the first trilogy <laughs> came out, I was aware of who Boba Fett was <laughs> because of, because of the buzz surrounding Boba Fett. But you know, he didn't make much of an impact on me as a child watching the movies.
0: Yeah, he looks awesome, and oh. that's about it. Cool. well that's, uh, I guess that we've, we've said everything we can possibly say. Let's uh, move on to Contest of Champions. For this edition of Contest of Champions, we've got our Bounty Hunter Royal Rumble. So, as uh, our regular listeners will know, I like to do a bit of a scenario at the start. They're usually pretty terrible, but I I keep doing them anyway. So, uh, but just to sort of give us an idea of of how this fight's going to work, the scenario is this. Angry at their failure in capturing Solo or Skywalker, Vader arrests all of the Bounty Hunters. He doesn't include Boba Fett in this group but invites him to participate with the promise of revealing to him a secret about his father Django. He agrees. Otherwise, then we couldn't have had Boba Fett, and that would be pointless. All of the hunters enter a huge steel pit from their prison cells, except Fett, who enters from a waiting room. All of their equipment is on a pedestal in the centre of the pit, including a restraining bot that will work on IG-88. They all have their armour-slash-uniforms on, but no weapons. The battle begins. So I've done a little graph here which is pointless for our listeners because it's not a visual podcast, but there's a there's a little graph which is basically a hexagon. It is a yeah. hexagon, right? That's right. Yeah, it is a hexagon. Yeah. <laughs> which reveals who comes in from where. Basically so so each of the door will be open and they'll come out and in the middle there there'll be the pedestal of all their equipment on there. Um even though Boba Fett still has his armor on, all of his, his flamethrower's been disabled. The jetpack, we'll say the jetpack's on the pedestal, and his grappling hook's been disabled as well. Uh, so, so we'll say the we'll say the room is is as big, big as a basketball court, but in a, a hexagonal shape. We
1: don't know it. basketball courts, we're nerds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Surely big you've been on a basketball big, court, big
2: enough for a quidditch court.
0: A Quidditch field Oh, now we got you. I like it. Now you understand. Dude, surely you played you, you played dodgeball at school or some boy. Of course. During of course. gym class. <laughs> this guy. They're all the bigger
2: kids threw the ball at your face. Yeah. <laughs> you went
0: home crying. We know you're paying. We're nerds.
3: Actually, I usually helped our team to win, but okay.
0: <laughs> Always has to be different, right doesn't it?
3: Yeah. No, no. Wait, that was better. If earlier. No, you I can dodge if
0: you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right, cool. So there's that. So that's where it is. So there's a crowd of uh, you know imperial officers and stuff are all sort of gathered around the room, uh, around that the sort of pit sunken area, in the bleachers, <laughs> in the bleachers, and uh, not getting too ruckus because you know Vader wouldn't like that. He's a very serious man, Vader. But uh, yeah. so yeah. So the doors open up and they come out. So I've got Fett in, uh, in door number one, which means nothing relevant about something. But the next to him, directly to his left, is Busk. And then to the left of Busk, we have Zookas. To the left of Zookas, we have Forlom. And then to the left of Forlom, we have IG-88D. That's very important that it's IG-88D, for all you uh, lore people who know these things. And then uh, finally, we've got Dengar.
2: So like the Enterprise D... <laughs> yeah
0: i guess it's like the enterprise d uh, so just uh, so i'm just going we're, we're going to work this on the assumption that you, that uh, our listeners know who these people are we'll, give, we'll we'll give it like a brief introduction for them but in terms of like their major abilities we'll just, we'll just we're just going to have to go you're just going to have to trust us that we know what we're talking about if we, <laughs> if we get anything wrong please let us know
2: my my be if the listeners don't know who they are, they're not going to care all that much. Yeah,
0: exactly. If, if you don't if you don't know who you are, by this time you've, you've turned the episode off. <laughs>
1: you don't care anyway. <laughs>
0: you've, you've switched <laughs> it off. You fast-forwarded to the <laughs> end. In, in that case, if, you, have, if you, have, you actually have no idea and no inclination for this fight at all, let me just say that uh, you can hear more of Bo on ECN Radio. <laughs> 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 at? ECNRadio.com. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: And you can see Brian Specs uh, D three Specs on NoCulturePodcast and don't forget you can hear all of us at uh, undercastnetwork.com.
2: But back to the fight. Nice, <laughs> oh, that was very professional. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to get that out of the way, get the plugs out of the way. I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't made a Beau buffet pun yet. <laughs> it, it, cause it,
1: does, it works. It doesn't work well enough because it's the <laughs> same. Just to sound the same. Beau
0: <laughs> <laughs> What well, if we just start calling you Beau Fett bow <laughs> i'm being very <laughs> unfunny this episode i don't know what's going on <laughs> it's okay we still love you uh, anyway so yeah so like i like i say with this sort of brief introduction of who they are so the bounty hunters so this scene the scenario that i've created is obviously from the empire strikes back so da- darth vader he wants the millennium falcon captured and the imperial officers keep failing him so he hires uh, a bunch of bounty hunters so the bounty hunters that are in this list uh in order to go after them and if for anybody familiar with the films that you know spoiler alert Boba Fett does actually manage to track the William Falcon down and tells Vader that they're at Cloud City and Han Solo gets carbonated and all that sort of. carbonated? <laughs>
1: like, like a soda. Like a soda.
0: Soda solo. did
2: you like your solo still or carbonated? <laughs> and soda.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, so Kiki is putting carbon on. Still a
2: sparkling solo.
0: And the rest of the. There's, and if you follow this on any of the EU, there's a bunch of stories that they sort of detail what happen to the rest of the Bounty Hunters and what they try to do. One of the stories is actually pretty cool. Zukas and uh, Bosk and Forlom sort of team up and sort of try to steal Solo from uh, Boba Fett. It's a pretty cool little story. The, so maybe, everybody knows who Boba Fett is. We've mentioned him a hundred times during this podcast. You don't know who he is. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Uh, then you've got uh, Bosk, who is a Trandoshian. So he's a, basically just a tall lizard man. So he looks like a sort of humanoid Komodo dragon. Uh, and uh, there you go, Zukas, who is a uh, Zand, I think. So he's basically an in- insect, yeah, humanoid insect. Uh, Forlom, who is a protocol droid, pro- a protocol droid who's basically been able to break his programming and become a bad guy. So he's basically essentially C3PO, um, but a bad version of it. The mirror With
2: universe a- C3PO, he's
0: <laughs> <laughs> a mirror universe C3PO. He should have had a goatee, yeah. that would have been awesome. He <laughs> but he has like this yeah. little weird insect head. Uh IG-88D is uh, a group of um, assass- uh, assassin droids who were created. Uh, and they basically... like it. it's, kind of, it's kind of like the Terminators. They're basically essentially Star Wars versions of the Terminators. And when they were very first brought online, they just instantly killed all the humans around them and then just went out to try and take over the galaxy and uh, killing, all, killing all humans. It was pretty cool. They're
2: Daleks. But, they're Daleks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. And uh, it's important that we mention D because A... Uh, by this point, by the point of this story A, B and C are all dead, so uh, D's the only one left over. C dies in a really really cool way just in, a, in, an, in an aside C actually uploads his consciousness into the original Death Star and manages to take over the Death Star so at that point, so at the point where the rebels are attacking the Death Star, IG-88 is basically the the Death Star, but then of course he blows up, <laughs> Spoiler alert, oh. the Death Star blows up in, in Star Wars New York. <laughs> just let you know. And Dengar. Dengar's an interesting one. I, I want to mention Dengar a bit because uh, when you see him on screen, he basically just looks like an old fat dude with a towel wrapped around his head. And uh, he's not very impressive at all. But
2: he just got out the and he's, Yeah,
0: he's, he's, the le- <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he's the least... He's the least favourite of the of the Bounty Hunter action figures when I was growing up. and he's, Nobody wanted to be Dengar. <laughs> and it's a real shame because the EU sort of elaborates his character a bit. He's actually really cool. He's, he's basically uh, he's cybernetically enhanced against his will, so he's a cyborg from the uh, the imperial scientists, and uh, he's in constant pain, and uh, he's had all his emotions ripped out. So all he feels is you know all the, is the horrible stuff. Uh, so he basically can't feel love or or regret or anything like that. And uh, and he hides. He's basically ashamed of his condition and, he, and his wounds, and he hides it by using that sort of towel, sort of cow type thing around his head. And he also has a massive hatred for Han Solo, who, let's face it, was a bit of a dick to. him. <laughs> like, they had a swoop race, and Han Solo cheated essentially. Let's face it, by
2: that's what Solo do
0: Yeah, by putting moving his swoop into position above Dengar, so he sort of comes in from above him and slightly in front of him, so that his swoop exhausts basically burn Dengar's face off and causes him to crash it's like that's that's a that's a pretty of a dick move so <laughs> it's not very nice at all so he's got his hatred for Han Solo and justifiably I say and uh yeah so Dengar is actually pretty cool despite appearances
1: we know Boba Fett from the movies yeah and IG-88 is kind of like a uh it's kind of like if Data were a switchblade of of killing like if, if <laughs> data from star trek was also you know just had like a thousand ways to kill somebody and all their so all their weapons are on uh, are on the table Yep. and you said something about ig88 because uh because his are attached to him uh he's disabled somehow
0: he doesn't have any weapons attached to him he's just um but he he i mean he still carries guns and stuff he doesn't have any built-in weapons uh, okay but on the table is a uh, restraining bolt that, if you manage to get that onto him, um, it will it will disable him.
1: Oh, I see.
0: Yeah, but, I you, see. but of course the trick is managing to get get it onto him. But you've, I mean, you've you've brought up a good point. Essentially, IG-88, even though he has no weapons, he is still a massive, incredibly fast and powerful droid. So he doesn't really he is yeah. essentially a weapon already. It's, I think it's going to be a bit of a slaughter before we even get to the middle. Very Hunger game ish. So it's I mean it's mm-hmm. it's even though. Denga has no weapons on him, he's still enhanced, so his sight, hearing and speed, physical speed, is still faster than any normal human. Not superhuman, we're not talking the flash here, but he's still faster than any of the others. Except for IG-88. Fallon is clearly the slowest. I I think fallon will go will go down first, but is anybody even gonna bother to attack Fallon when they're in there rush for the centre? Does Boba Fett be in the calculating bastard that he is, does he even, even try to go for the center? Or they actually all try and kill each other before they even get to the center.
1: All of these all of these bounty hunters uh, seem to be you know just the nature of being a bounty hunter is is somewhat calculated and and I think that they may realize that it may be more advantageous to instead of going for the weapons to try to go for the bounty hunters going for the weapons. I kind of feel like at least half of them or maybe if not all of them would try to find a way to damage the other bounty hunters before going for their weapon. Yep.
0: Um,
1: except for maybe Boba Fett, because Boba Fett is almost defenseless without it, right? Like, what does Boba Fett have mm-hmm. if his grappling hooks disabled? Um,
0: yeah, he's in a bit of we'll trouble.
1: See,
3: see, for me, I actually only think two people would not go for other weapons, okay. and that would be okay. just Boss and IG88. Boss, because he's already thinking he's naturally extremely strong because of where he was born from. And then ig eight eighty eight already knows he has his own speed and toughness with him. And I think everybody else would go for the weapons. IG-88, honestly, like, how how fast is he? He
1: has to be pretty fast.
0: Brian's got an example of just how fast IG-88 is.
3: There was a point in which he had to take down a technician. Uh, The technician fired a blaster bolt at him, which is milliseconds time. And by that time, IG-88 had already deciphered the trajectory and speed of the bolt... Deflected it into the technician and killed him.
0: So that's pretty now, quick.
3: <laughs> that illustrates that illustrates
1: his sort of process power. That it illustrates it, but like, does that necessarily illustrate movement, though?
0: Well, he was quick enough to deflect it. I guess. I guess it's safe to say that he's at least as fast as a Jedi Knight, who also deflects stuff with their lightsabers.
1: Yeah, well, that's so true. I think it's important that he can that he can calculate that fast because he would definitely just by just by seeing what everybody in the room is doing. He can kind of predict what they're gonna do just based on you know, you know where they're gonna be. So yeah. he has a pretty good chance to, you know, know that say Boba Fett, who I think has to go to the table. Boba Fett has to. He has a pretty good chance of knowing that where Boba's where Boba Fett stands uh, versus where he knows that Boba Fett is going to go. Um, he has a pretty good chance to be able to intercept Boba Fett at least.
0: I'm totally with that. I'm totally down. I think Boba. I think Boba. And Dengar will be the two that are dash that are dash into the podium because Dengar is is doesn't don't got much of a chance without a weapon, even though he is no. enhanced. Um, so yeah. and yeah, I, I you, I'm, I'm glad you said that. That is my that's my scenario. I think ig eighty eight doesn't even dash out of the room. He just quite coldly steps out and then just analyzes exactly what everybody else is doing and goes yep. straight for Boba Fett.
1: And all in a matter and, of you know a second. So who do we have left? We have.
0: Uh, so we've got. So we've got. So we're all in agreement. Boba Bo- 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 Bo and Dengar are dashing for the podium. Um, yeah. Fallom is probably go- heading towards the podium as well, but slower than the others. ID88 is watching what's happening. What a Bosk and Zooka's doing.
3: Zukas is actually uh, force attuned by a little bit, so he's already probably going to know what all everybody else is doing and can make mm. his judgment calls that way.
0: Brian, you're a champion. I reckon Zookas has been meditating the entire time he's been in the cell,
3: and has mm-hmm. basically
0: mm-hmm. pre-cogged this entire fight. Yep. Yeah. So Zookas and Fallom are buddies, right? And yes. Zookas already knows how the fight's going to. Well, at least he thinks he knows how the fight's going to go because he's, he not, always ac- he's not always not always accurate.
3: He doesn't know how the fight
0: goes. Yeah. So how about how about he actually as soon as he steps out, he tells Fallom this,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then Fallom, you know, starts working to zukis's plan. So instead of on okay. so falling, falling rushing to a, a weapon, which he's not going to make in time, he start, he attacks one of the others. Or does something not else. The person
3: who's near him is just IG-88 and Zuckus. Yeah. So he's not going to go after Zuckus, and IG-88 would just <laughs> pummel the crap out of him.
0: <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> IG-88 would rip him apart like an aluminium can.
3: <laughs> but IG-88, I think his first target would actually be Boba Fett. And yep. Boba Fett's yeah. first target would be IG-88 because they know that they're the strongest ones.
0: So does Boba try to fight, or does he rush to this restraining ball?
3: Baba would go for uh, the restraining ball as IG-88 yeah. goes toward Baba. All and right. of course, because they're both in the center, they're going to have to cross there anyway. So it's really going to be depending on who can grab where first. IG-88's going to get there first.
0: All right. IG-88 gets there first? What does he do? Mm-hmm. I'd toss the restraining ball out of the out of the arena. Yeah, he
1: might, I, he he might actually, might actually do something you? like that, but... I mean, Boba Fett doesn't necessarily have to pick up his weapon. I mean, well, he's not going to win. Like boss, he's not going
0: to win the fight you know? without a weapon. I don't.
1: I, I don't know how this turns out.
0: Man. <laughs> 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 There's too many variables. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. like it's, I, I. basically see it this way. Is uh, I. I agree with everybody when they're saying it's Boba Fett and ID88 reach the pedestal, and uh, Boba grabs a weapon. ID88 grabs the, with one hand the restraining bolt and with the other hand a weapon, and then it's just a shootout, and no one's faster than Fett. If, it's, if Fett gets his hand on a gun, then ID88's gone.
3: Fett shot first.
0: <laughs> Fett shot
3: first. <laughs> Baba Fett would quite make it to the table, because he's going to have Bosk on him.
0: Oh, right, so you think Bosk is gone for Fett?
3: Yeah, I'd say Bosk uh, goes straight for Fett. He doesn't care about the suckers. Ooh. He, has a, he has a vendetta with uh, Fett. He's going to go straight after him.
2: Wait, so one second. Chris, Leslie. I was just... At the end, they're in a prison pit, right? Yeah. So a big gate opens... And that big creature that Skywalker fights comes out. <laughs> the Rancor. The Rancor comes out.
0: <laughs> well, we'll throw, that in, we'll throw that in at the end if, <laughs> if we need to. But, uh, well, yeah, if, we'll, if, if four Lom and Zookas manage to survive and they don't want to kill each other off because they're friends, a Rancor appears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, yeah, so you're saying Busk is going up to Fett? Oh, definitely. Yep. And right.
3: even if Fett reaches the table aiming for IG-88, boss is going to be right on top of him afterward.
0: So we've got IG eighty eight has breached the table first. He has his mm-hmm. weapon and the restraining bolt, so now now that nobody can use that option. And let's face it, they wouldn't have had much of a chance anyway. And no. Boba Fett is being tackled by Bosk. Yep. <laughs> uh, what are the others doing? There's too much going on. I'm losing yeah, track.
1: No. <laughs>
0: Let's kill. Let's kill somebody off quick. Dengar. <laughs> uh, Dengar Denga destroys Furlong. I'm just going to go with it. Dengar engages Furlong. Yeah, you know takes him out.
2: You know, if this goes on too long, Vader's just going to get annoyed and force choke all of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't yeah, want to yeah. go too
0: long because I, I don't. want to. Bore, I don't want to bore our listeners. So let's let's speed it up a bit. Dengar he's is you know, Simon Clean hands rushes across. Knows Furlong's the weakest opponent. Just takes him out. Bang. Sees that Boba Fett and Bosca are fighting anyway. So he's like, well. That's taken out of my hands. So, Foreham's gone. First casualty.
1: If IG88 sees that Boba Fett and Bosca are, you know, duking it out, he he might be Kingmaker and just, you know, let them do their thing and then go ahead and target somebody else. Uh, So, besides Boba Fett and Bosk, who is the next strongest guy in the room other than IG88? Because that's who he would target.
0: I'd say Dengar.
1: Dengar. I think most
0: people would say Bosk, but I actually think Dengar would have it out because he'd be just as fast.
1: Yeah. Who would win out of that?
0: Oh, it's, it's, Dengar's busy just dismantling Forlom at this point, so IG-88 can just shoot him in the back.
1: I feel like it comes down to IG-88 and Zuka's because he could just, you know, you've got Dengar and Forlom, and then you've got Boba Fett and, and Boss. He could just shoot those four while they're fighting each other <laughs> <laughs> and be done with it.
0: <laughs> All right, so does, so does IG-88 let uh, Dengar destroy Zuka's and then just kill Dengar? Yeah. That's what I'd do. <laughs> Personally, yeah, <laughs> but that's because I'm mean. Yeah. Alright, so Dengar kills Forlom. Uh, so the first first victory is to Dengar. Dengar then kills Zukas And then while Dengar's fighting Zukas, IG-88 shoots him in the back. Yep. We cool with that?
1: I'm down. Alright, so we're left
0: with, with Bosk and Boba Fett fighting, wrestling it out. And uh I personally think Boba Fett's got that easy. I don't think yeah. Bosk has got much of a chance. Yeah, you
2: speed, Boba Fett yes. to die.
0: I do want Boba Fett to die, and yeah. I'm not saying that still can't happen. <laughs> It would be very, very weird for Bosk to win a hand-to-hand fight. He's been beaten by Boba Fett so many times. There was actually... Han Solo beat Bosk hand-to-hand. So if he can do it, Fett can do it. Oh, yeah,
3: Yeah.
0: definitely. So that's it. Bosk is dead.
3: Boba Fett, in that case, would probably actually fling Bosk straight into IG-88.
0: Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So Bosk is is knocked unconscious. Boba Fett throws him at IG-88. Yeah. And, uh, so RG88, you know, knocked back. We'll say he's knocked over. How's that? We'll knock, we'll knock back RG88. So, Forlom, Zookus, Dengar, all dead. Boba Fett, the last man standing. Boba
3: Fett would go for Jetpack and Grappling
1: Hook. He may actually be like, um... Resourceful enough to use the bodies in the room <laughs> as a shield to try to to try to sneak around and like disable IG88. Like if this were a movie, that's how they that's how they'd keep him alive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, so all right, Boba Fett throws Bosk at IG88, but he gets his jetpack because I agree with that. That'd be the very first thing he'd do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he's grabbing the hook and, and he's grappling hook and his stuff. And so now fully equipped, Boba Fett versus IG88, who is on the ground with a dead lizard on him. No. <laughs> There's both all the way. Yep. So, despite my reservations and my dislike of the character.
1: My plan was to get IG88 to win, but I, I think I kind of agree with this.
0: So we're, See, we're, I was
1: actually
3: going to vote pulling for Dengar.
0: <laughs> well, for Dengar, was, Dengar didn't stand much for chess. <laughs> once once IG88 got, got a gun, that my, was Mike it. played it out, but yeah. Hand yeah. Yeah. to hand, Dengar, I think, have could have pulled it off. All right, so, unfortunately, and this is actually quite disappointing to me, Ultimate Victor <laughs> is Boba Fett. <laughs> that's ridiculous. He wins everything. <laughs> We're going to do a contest of a champion with Boba Fett versus somebody else who he can't possibly win. Boba Fett versus King Kong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> See you later. Fett versus Batman. By Boba- the way, yeah, he'd throw a grenade down his throat or something.
0: Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Boba Fett versus Batman. That'd be a cool one. Oh. The two people in it. fiction who always win yeah, <laughs> versus each that's, other.
1: That's a really good team-up, man. Yeah. That's All a right, really
0: we're doing good. it. We're doing it. <laughs> Boba Fett versus, versus Batman in, in a future episode. You heard it, heard it here first. But uh, for this particular instance, it's uh, Boba Fett, the winner. A...
1: You know how sometimes during Contest <laughs> of Champions, I have like a, a song that's related? Yep. Well, we couldn't do this without mentioning uh, MC Chris um, has Fett's Vet, which uh, was a song where... Uh, he implies that Boba Fett was only a bounty hunter because he was trying to save cash to uh, soup up his Corvette. Um, <laughs> the fame of that song led to, in the future, MC Chris has done uh, songs for bounty hunters and their vehicles. So he's got IG-88's 57 Chevy, um, <laughs> Bosca on a Segway. He's got, I don't know, he's got one for each each one of them. But Fett's vet's the, the really good one, why but they're Boss all pretty get, good.
0: Why does Bosca get
3: a Segway?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> IG IG <laughs> IG eighty 57, 57 Chevy's pretty good. That's a pretty
0: good one too. So That's check imp- those out. Cool. Oh, well I'll have that in the show notes. But uh, yeah, victory to Boba Fett Let's move on to coming soon. In Australian cinemas May eighth we get Chef, which is uh chocolate salty balls. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
0: god i didn't know you were like this when i married you what's going on
2: i didn't make it up that was good
0: anyway anyway, it's uh we also get um which i know nothing about so moving on healing which again know nothing about um the double which is uh sounds pretty interesting. It's um it's uh, directed by uh the guy from IT crowd.
2: Richard something something. It's like yeah. I could spell it but I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's with
0: a really with a really cool last name. But uh I think it's,
2: it's I think it's pronounced the way it's spelled, so it's it's like A-U-R-D or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: something like that. Um and it's uh it's basically about a guy who's just a no hope a loser, you know, he goes about his life and he has no chance and, and then uh one day he gets to work and there's an exact double of him. But it's cooler. <laughs> like, but you so said he, it all right like, to me until on? I
2: found out it was Jesse Eisenberg.
0: It's not the real Jesse Eisenberg, anyway. But yeah. anyway, it's, it's based on a, a Russian n- a novel, so I'm a very, i in very interested in seeing that. Um, we also get Bad Neighbors, which is uh, Seth Rogan's uh, latest film about uh, uh, Bad Neighbors. Yeah, about yeah, yeah Seth Rogan and his wife Australia's own Rose Byrne, um, and they next, next door um, uh, a frat house move in and start you know with it has Zach Zach Efron and. That's going mad. You
2: don't know want Zac Efron next door.
0: Yeah, well, it depends on if you're a girl or not. I mean, He gets his shirt off like every um, every five seconds. I am a girl. And you don't you don't like Zach Efron?
1: No.
0: Well, that's good because you're married to me. <laughs> uh, so, and then
1: uh, Americans obviously you have different tastes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chris Hemsworth,
2: all the way. Come a
1: bitch. <laughs> Hit a bow. Uh, actually, we have a lot of the same movies. We also have Chef. Um, we have uh, Legends. Legends of Oz: Dorothy's Return sounds like a Return of the Jedi meets uh, The Wizard of Oz.
2: <laughs> We're the Legends of Oz. Uh,
1: oh! We have mom's. <laughs> we have mom's night out, which uh, just judging by the title sounds like uh, you know it'll be yeah it'll be mom's night out when she goes and sees it because that's the only people that's watching it. Um, oh. we, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> we also have neighbors, which. Uh, I, it's called Neighbors in America. Is yeah, it called it's, it's, Bad it's, Neighbors?
0: yeah, it's the same. It's the same film. It's just in Australia we have a TV show called Neighbors, so it would be. Ah, they just right. assumed it would be
2: confusing. Oh,
1: Okay. Yeah, it is. It is actually
2: the same film. So we can't tell the difference it between kind of, a soap and a movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's weird. That's weird. It's called Bad Neighbors in Australia, um, but yeah, it's Seth Rogen, uh, Zac Efron, and uh, maybe Zac Efron will have his shirt off in Mom's Night Out because it seems like uh, that might work on that movie too. <laughs>
0: Cool. So normally at this point I'd finish up by saying that the other places that you can hear are our sexy voices. But I already did that. <laughs> this is at the start. If you made it all the way through, thank you very much. That's very awesome of you. We hope you enjoy uh, your Star Wars day. I mean, I know a lot of my friends are actually just spending the day just watching all six films.
1: I did that once. I did a marathon, me and my friends. I actually I had a homemade projector that I made. And we, we wanted to celebrate the projector by watching all the Star Wars movies. And it was like you know I'm a fan, but like dude, it gets <laughs> grueling after. I mean that's a lot of material you got to watch, and it gets old fast. Well, it's
0: twelve hours. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were actually it we, was, we, we were it thinking was of watching cool. uh, Empire last night in, in preparation for uh, for today, and I just I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I mean I love the film, but I've seen it so many yeah. times. It's, <laughs> it's insane. And another important nerd thing to note is that. Uh, yesterday was uh, free comic book day. So I hope we hope uh, I hope you had fun on that day and went down to your local comic book store and uh, checked it out and got some free comics. And uh, out the local stores around uh, in our capital city, Melbourne, they uh, had, some, had some artists down and had, they did like free sketches for the kids and stuff. It was uh, very, very cool. So I um, hope everybody had fun. So, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you very much for listening to the show. And uh, thank you, Brian, as our special guest crew member.
1: Yes, thanks for having me again. It was fun.
0: Awesome. Thanks from me, and uh, thanks from the crew, Bo.
1: Live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, how do we get to the Star Trek? I thought it was Star Wars.
0: <laughs> I've been waiting
1: and, all that. Uh, i got another one, too. You can pick whichever one's better. And if you want to hear more of Bo and David, just play this on repeat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like a burp. I'm going to keep them both. And Crystal.
2: Exterminate it's,
0: it's the Star Wars special, people!
2: I've been playing with the dialect the whole time.
0: <laughs> I know, you've been playing with the bloody dialect all the time. And uh, that's it from me. Thank you very much, and have a good day. Bye! Bye.